final hour of the People's Show. It's uh, Dan Riccio flying uh, solo. Not really, though, because I got my two producers here, Josh Elliott Wolf and Dominic Schramatti. This hour of the People's Show is brought to you by Douglas Lake Equipment. Get the quality turf, construction, and ag equipment you need while staying under your salary cap at the closest Kubota dealer to the lower mainland, Douglas Lake Equipment. Dot com. Don't at me is coming up a little bit later on in this segment. You can get your submissions in 650, 650 on the Dunbar Lumber text line. But we just did turf trivia. So we have a winner for turf trivia and also a winner for our four tickets to catch the BC Lions against Edmonton Elks this Saturday at BC Place. The question, Juan Soto finished second in MLP, NL MVP voting. NLP. NL MVP voting last season. Who finished first? The answer, Bryce Harper. Peter and Richmond, you are the lucky winner today. So, Richmond, you get the turf trivia belt. Peter and Richmond, you are going to the BC Lions at Edmonton Elks game this Saturday at BC Place. I also have some more breaking news. Oh, we have more breaking news. Jeff Passan just tweeting, yep. the Toronto Blue Jays have acquired Whit Merrifield Ooh. from the Royals. And the uh, the big thing around him was that he wasn't what? vaccinated. Right. And so... That's he, the, wasn't, he wasn't... He, he, he just didn't fly didn't, to Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Recently, he didn't play there. So I assume there is some level of understanding that he oh, is going man. to get vaccinated. I think Whit... Merrifield. Is that is that how you would say it? Whit? If you're going for Stewie from Family Guy, yes. <laughs> Whit. Uh Whit Merrifield. Um <laughs> So I was he one of the players that was like, you know, if I get traded to a contender, I'll consider getting the vaccine. Yes. Yeah, he was the he was the one that said that. Oh, okay. So he's on a contender. So the Jays are like, okay, we could trade for him because he'll get he'll get the vaccine. That's the bar. Now we got to it, it would be such a such a bad look if you yeah. didn't do it, but I assume if they're making the trade, it has to be they have to have that understood that he has he, it done. Uh, he went on to say that he poorly articulated his vaccine <laughs> remarks. So, he's clearly flip-flopped like a pancake on this. Uh, a lot of uh, baseball players are like telling on themselves when it comes to the vaccine question. <laughs> oh man! So uh, Whit Merrifield is a Toronto Blue Jay. Jays are on a nine-game roadie right now, or they're starting a nine-game roadie in Tampa Bay. Uh, that game will be on Sports at six fifty coming up a little bit later on uh, this evening after this show is done, and so essentially he could get the shot, join them for the road trip, but he can't play games in Toronto until the 14 days have passed uh, since he's gotten the shot. Mm-hmm. Unless he's gotten the shot since. I, w- I would still say like he, they can probably structure the days off. Cause I, I still think he's a, he's a bench player for them. Yeah. Uh, so they can probably structure the days off to have them join when that 14 days is up and it not impact too much. They kind of needed another middle infielder utility utility type player. 
Yeah, they did. Come again? <laughs> Utility type of player. Real grown up of you, gentlemen, to be snickering as I... I can't stop laughing. Stumble on a word. Whit Merrifield. What I like. Doesn't strike out a ton. And can play uh, several different positions at a reasonable level defensively. So that's a big bonus for Whit Merrifield. But uh, Blue Jays, is it fair to say this trade deadline was underwhelming? Like, what... What would you want your team to be? Would you want your team to be the San Diego Padres going after anyone and everybody that is available and throwing away prospects, throwing inhibition to the wind, mortgaging the future for the now? Now, mind you, you know, Hader and Soto do have control, so it's like, Hey, we've got this like small window. We're just going after it with these guys. And if we're able to keep these players long-term, so be it. If not, we've got three years to win a, a World Series. I, I kind of look at it and I, I want to be on the fence, but I'm not going to be. I, I'd prefer my team to be the Padres. Like, get after it. You only have so many opportunities to win a World Series. You already have a great team. Why not make it greater by giving up every prospect you have at the best available traded players on the market? I think most people would agree, too, yeah. regardless of sport. I will say, I don't think... Like, the Jays were in on Soto. Yes. And I would assume they were in on guys like Estillo as well. With a guy like Soto, you know, it's... Ultimately, it comes down to which prospects the team prefers best. I don't know. The Jays may have been willing to give up most of their top prospects in a Soto trade, too. But potentially, Washington just liked the package that the Padres were offering up more so. Or they just preferred those prospects more than the Blue Jays won. That's essentially what happened with the Mariners. They gave up the same prospects to the Reds that they were willing to give up in the Soto trade. Washington was like, nah, I think we don't really prefer that package. So and you're it, out. It makes sense because the, the three main prospects the Padres traded were two of them are ranked top 20 in the majors right now. Yeah. Minors. And one of them is on track to be in the top 20. Whereas the Jays have two in the top 100 in Moreno and Tiedemann. Yeah. And so, I mean, both seem good. Like Moreno's the best prospect mm -hmm. out of any team right now. But when you're trading someone like Juan Soto, you kind of want three, at least three guys that can make an impact at the MLB level. I just Dom? thought of something with yeah. the Whit Merrifield trade. Whit. Whit. Whit, Whit. Um, what does this say about George Springer's injury? Not good. Is it worse than we thought? I don't think it's worse than we thought, but I think the Jays are just like, we have to manage him for the rest of the year. Yeah, Springer has admitted as much, too. Yeah. So gives them an opportunity to give them more days off and keep them as fresh as possible for the playoffs, which is what you need George Springer to be, quite frankly. <laughs> he is uh, glass, as they say. I feel like the Padres are kind of like the Florida Panthers. Look at 
what Bill Zito, I always want to say Barry Zito, look at what Bill Zito has given up in the last six months to try and build a Stanley Cup contender with the Florida Panthers. Gave up a first-round pick for Claude Giroux, gave up a first-round pick for Ben Chirot. Owen Tippett went in that deal too, so they gave up some of their best prospects in the trade deadline moves that they made. It didn't end up working out. And now they've given up another first-round pick. They don't have any of their next three first-rounders in the Matthew Kachuk trade. He's given up so much, given mortgage so much for the chance at winning. And it probably looks bad on the Panthers at the end of it all because I think they end up being a worse team than they were a year ago. But you're excited because you got Matthew Kachuk. I think the idea, like their philosophies are similar, the Padres and the Panthers. I just think the Padres are executing a lot better just based on how much team control they have and where they were already at. And I guess the Panthers were in a similar position where they're near the top of the league and made a bunch of moves that should have put them over the top. But I just think the Padres, like any, anytime you're getting one of the best players in the game and also, you know, you at least have two and a half years of him. That's, way better than what the Panthers did at the deadline where they're getting Giroux and getting a guy that they might resign but probably won't and still giving up big assets for it. And I guess they kind of did that with the Matthew Kachuk trade. They got a guy that they obviously re-signed right away. I just think the execution from the Padres has been a bit better. It's also, hey, these guys are actually worth it, (laughs) you know? (laughs) What are the chances that these prospects we're giving up become as good as Juan Soto is. Become as good as Josh Hader is. And why did the Brewers trade Josh Hader? Because they didn't want to pay him. <laughs> you know? Uh, why, why, are, why are the Nationals trading Juan Soto? He essentially looked at their situation and was like, we're not going to be doing any winning here, so I don't want to sign here. If they offered more than $500 bucks, maybe he changed his mind. But they wanted him for 440 I still don't know if the Padres can resign him. Probably not. But they it doesn't matter to them as much. No. They're just how many years of control does he have left? 2 years after this one? 2 years after this. So, you've got a 2-year window. My problem with the Blue Jays is they've kind of got the same sort of window. They don't have any guarantees that Vladdy Guerrero Jr. is going to be a Blue Jay forever. What do they got? Three years of control left on Vladdy? So you've essentially right now, until you have some certainty, you are working with a three-year window. Do you look at the Yankees and say, this year they're a bit of a stumbling block? Every year you are in a competitive window, you should be doing as much as possible to go for it. And I think that's where the Blue Jays are right now, and that's why I'm underwhelmed by what they've done at this trade deadline. I think they still have a year or two before they get to the point where the Padres are at, personally. Like, Vladdy is under control until 2026, I think it is. Right. And so, and Bo Bichette would be the same. Yeah, 2026. And, and Do we still look at Bo as, like, that kind of a guy, though? <laughs> I don't know. I think he views himself as that kind of guy, and he yeah. wants to get paid like he's that kind of guy. But the thing is, they have till 2026 to see if he does turn into that. 
Um, and then Manoa, you have till 2028 as well. So there's three main guys mm-hmm. are locked up for quite a while. So I think that allows you a little bit more time to stock the cupboards a bit more. And then when you know you're really ready to go and you've gone through another free agency or two and seen who you can add, then you can empty the cupboards and go for whoever is so... And look, you might not be able to find another Soto, but you might be able to find maybe it's Shohei Otani next year or something like that. The Blue Jays did not trade a prospect of significance today. Well, Groshans. But he's uh, his stock has dropped quite yeah. a bit. The, the shine has worn off him as a prospect quite a bit this year. He's got one home run, isn't hitting all that well. Like That's not a prospect teams around the league are really looking at. But this kind of comes down to, you know, are you a risk taker or are you not? And when the Canucks most recently went after it, it was what? 2019? I mean, was it last season? <laughs> or, th- or, yeah, this past season when they... Traded a first and got OEL and Garland? That's fair. I was thinking deadline mostly, but... Oh, right. Yes. Um, yeah, they, they definitely went all in with that trade. And it did not work out. <laughs> Hindsight being 2020. Considering new management would love to get off the OEL contract. And you'd probably have rather had the ninth overall pick than have traded it away, given the lack of of quality prospects within the Canucks system right now and how far they are from being a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. But the last time the Canucks got after it at the trade deadline was 2019. Just before the pandemic hit, they made the Toffoli trade and they went after it. It's easy to say that was not great, But what did the Canucks really give up there? You know, Tyler Madden, who's kind of toiling away within the LA King system, is probably like their eighth best prospect. (laughs) Um, You'd be higher in the Canucks system, but that's just kind of by uh, default. uh, Most most prospects would be (laughs) higher in the Canucks system. Um, They traded away a second-round pick, I believe, or a third-round pick in that deal as well for Tyler Toffoli. A rental. And Toffoli worked out really well. But then the pandemic hit. We didn't know at the time the world was essentially going to shut down. Toffoli got hurt early on during the playoff run, was not at 100% when the Canucks ended up losing to Las Vegas. And based on the run of play, got crushed by Vegas and looked further away from a Stanley Cup contender than where Vegas was at the time. That was pretty obvious. Demko almost dragged them to a conference final. And hey, they get to Dallas in that conference final. Who knows what happens? So you can really concoct the idea that the, Canu- that the Canucks were that far away from a conference final and a who knows what happens type of Stanley Cup run even though it was in a bubble in Edmonton and none of us would have been able to see it. But was it the right process for this team to go after Tyler Toffoli in that moment? Probably not. But it was also a process 
that the Canucks had a very real chance of re-signing Toffoli. He fit in well, played well, and came in at a contract that was very reasonable once all was said and done at four and a quarter million over four years. But as we know now, taps were shut off by the Canucks after that acquisition. So it's hard to truly judge that. But ultimately, if you're going to live in this world where you shouldn't go after it ever, then you're going to spend a lot of time wishing you had done more than actually doing it. I love going after the big trade deadline piece. I think more people should be open to it. We're often too analytical about going after that big piece at the trade deadline. Oh, but this prospect. Problem is, when we evaluate prospects, we are always evaluating with the mindset of this is what that prospect is going to be. We look at the best case scenario of every prospect. And that's probably not the way to view it. So many prospects have a high chance of missing. Have a high chance of being less than the best case scenario of that prospect. There's just not enough great players around the league that when they come available, you need to get after it. The Vegas Golden Knights are probably hockey's best example. And sure, they look like a worse team today than what they were three years ago. But I don't know if I'd really begrudge a team for going after every great available player that comes available. Matthew Kachuk becomes available. You have a chance of getting him. You go after it. Jack Eichel becomes available. You have a chance of getting him. You get after it. I think teams need to operate that way in the NHL because often what do we say? Players of that ilk do not become available unless you're drafting high. So if you have the opportunity, you need to get after it. But the problem is you can't be both. You have to have prospects to give up in order to acquire good players and also have to be in a window for it to make sense. I guess that's what we've learned through the years. And if you look back at the, uh, you know, poor trade deadline decisions of years past, whether it's the Canucks or other teams, it's more about misjudging how good of a team you are in comparison to what you went and went after. Um, Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But most of the time, I am on board with a team mortgaging their future to go out and acquire great players. Assuming they are actually great players. Not Ben Sherratt. Did I say that out loud? It's time for Don't At Me. Your takes uninterrupted. Don't at me. Text in your submissions to 650-650. Don't at me brought to you by Lease Busters. 
Get out of your vehicle lease with ease, confidence, and a Lease Busters leasing specialist to guide you through the journey. Go to leasebusters.com to start the process today. 650, 650 on the Dunbar Lumber text line. I know this isn't really uh, my thing, stealing it from Bick and Randy for the week. Don't at me. You know how to do it. Get in on the Dunbar Lumber text line. Don't at me. The Blue Jays will regret not making a big splash at this deadline. Definitely. Well, our Dom looks confused. Wit, wit isn't uh Wit? He's not a splash? He's a splash. I don't know if he's a big splash. Did he's, the uh, the Yankee... Rank the splashes for me. <laughs> wit is not a it's he's it's a, a top 5 splash. It's the not a it's not a Ron Burgundy cannonball type of splash. He's the final drop of wine out of the bottle into a glass? Is that what you're saying? Yes. He's more of a drip than a... Mm. He's a drop. Drop than a... More of a drop than a splash. I'm trying if, to think of, like, great movie cannonballs now. Squints in uh, The Sandlot. Have you watched it yet, Dom? Yes. Dom? Okay. Josh, have you watched The Sandlot? Yes. Okay. Thankfully. Thankfully. <laughs> uh, don't at me. The Mariners would beat the Blue Jays in a wild card playoff Ooh. series right now. I thought we were supposed to have hot takes on in this segment. That is a pretty hot take. Is it? I think it is. I don't think it is. It depends. Here's what I will say. Uh, the Mariners did, you know, wipe the floor with the Blue Jays when they were visiting Seattle. Yeah, but then the Jays. But that, that was when the Jays quit on Charlie Montoya. Yeah, and then the Jays fired Montoya and got really good again. But I will say it depends on when where they play so if they play in seattle easy win for the mariners yeah if they play in toronto they're not going to have robbie ray unless he gets the shot yep well as we've seen with baseball players you know (laughs) if it's the postseason they can do it they can do it but so a three now the wild cards are three game series right so the mariners would run out luis castillo Mm -hmm. robbie ray and logan gilbert for three games well, That's all right. The Jays will be Manoa, Gosman, Barrios, which isn't bad, but not as Are you good. asking me or telling me? Uh, I was just kind of thinking about that. I cannot wait to see the rash of wh- whoever the Jays play, right? Whoever they end up playing at Rogers Center. I cannot wait see- to see the rash of American players that have to get the jab in order <laughs> to play in Toronto. Would that be a must-go-to event? At what, T-Mobile for, Park, if if, it, if the locals? Jays and and Mariners were to to meet in a playoff round, yeah, I think they would have those ticket rules, you know, where you have to have an address in the states to get a uh, ticket because they wouldn't want, you know, like when Tampa was playing Montreal. Yeah, they wouldn't want a sea of Blue Jays fans at T-Mobile Field, especially for their first playoff series well, in twenty-one that's years. A, no, that that sounds like discrimination to me. <laughs> why, why does my location? What if I'm a Mariners fan in Canada? Well, they don't know. They don't care. They got enough Mariners fans. Hold on. So if you're a like a star, if starving Mariners fan, just been waiting for decades to see your team in the playoffs, but you live in Vancouver, and suddenly it happens, you now can't go visit T-Mobile Park because you're geo-locked in Vancouver? That doesn't seem right. Potentially. That doesn't seem right. Yeah, it's, I'm not sure if they would do it, but I could see it making a lot of sense for them to do it because of that. Nah. I think they. I think, 
I you think could, Josh is right. It would make sense for them to do that. You could buy it secondhand still. Yep. You just oh, wouldn't be able oh, to buy yeah, it straight from them. Uh, don't at me. Spending the amount of one's mortgage uh, payment is a worthy investment when wanting to watch uh, a soccer team of mm. your choosing abroad. So my spending on, on uh, Juventus tickets is worth it? Yes. Let's hope so. <laughs> I'm not even a soccer fan, and I would say it's worth it. Uh, I get to boo Paolo Dybala, who rejected a contract from Juventus, now plays for Roma. Roma. What I want to know is what's the most amount you would be willing to spend on? Oh, I don't think it would have been event. much more than that. That was your cap? So I, was it It was 400 each or 400 total for two? 400 total for two. Euros. Euros. Plus everything else that goes into a day at the... Yep, we got a uh, museum and, and match day tour. Yeah. So we get to view the stadium and go through the museum as well. I, I don't know. It feels weird spending that much money on a sporting Right? Match. Yeah. Especially one that is a regular season it's match. It's not like a championship final. Yeah. There's no significance to this match other than the fact that Dybala is... Well, also, I'm in Italy. <laughs> yeah. At the moment that this happens. Won't be the last time. Yeah, but it's very rare to be there, like, at the end of August. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, all right. To the Dunbar Lumber text line, let's get in a few uh, listener submissions. Don't at me. Uh, this one. Other than the Yankees, Dodgers, Astros, and Padres, all the other teams that loaded up will regret it. No chance to win over those four teams this year. That's Glenn and Richmond. Is Glenn... Uh, Glenn's probably wagering on each of those four teams. That's a fair wager, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would maybe put, well, was, were the Mets in that? I would put the Mets in that, but they didn't really load up, I guess. No, they didn't do too much. But I would still put them in potentially winning the World Series conversation. They get DeGrom back today. Ooh, that's, that's quite the trade deadline acquisition. Yes. Uh, Marcus and Gibson, don't at me. Louis Erickson would lead the leftovers team in scoring. We did the leftovers team last hour. The best remaining free agents. We left uh, Louis Erickson off the roster. Wonder why. <laughs> uh, Minor Matt Abbotsford, don't at me. Cincinnatians would probably rather watch WKRP reruns over the Reds. WKRP, something I should know about? I don't know. I think it's a, it's like a TV show from back in the day that was based in Cincinnati. Uh, like one of my favorite like recurring memes is the uh, the Cincinnati Reds broadcaster <laughs> apologizing, and there's a high drive to left field. It's Nick Castellanos has hit a home run. <laughs> and there's been multiple times where Nick Castellanos hits yeah. a home run when the broadcast has to address something a little uh, problematic. Yes. Uh, this don't at me. Blue Jays will be ALCS champs. They are by position better than the Yankees or Houston. I don't know about that one. Mm. Greasy troll. Don't at me. Canucks will start the season without Besser on the roster. That is a interesting take. Where would he be? We're not allowed. It's don't at me. So we're not allowed to debate it. I'm not debating it. I'm just, just, a, just I wanted to, to expand. <laughs> Tell me more. would be traded, I would imagine. I assume 
it wouldn't mean injured because he would still be on the roster. Yes. That would be very, yeah, that would be a, a mean don't at me if he was insinuating that Besser would somehow pull yep. a Brent Sopel and pull his back picking up a cookie. Uh, all right, that is Don't At Me, brought to you by Lease Busters. Do it at uh, 320 again tomorrow on uh, The People's Show. Maybe not 320. we got a later show tomorrow. Oh, we're on 2 to 6 tomorrow. Yes. That's right. Okay. Gives us more time to golf in the morning. Fire it up. Uh, Dan Riccio with producers Josh Elliott-Wolf and Dominic Schramatti. We close out The People's Show next on Sports at 650. Final segment of the People's Show, and this hour is brought to you by Douglas Lake Equipment. Sign up for inventory alerts, and you'll be the first to know when new equipment is available in-store at the closest Kubota dealer to the lower mainland. Douglas Lake Equipment. Equipment Equipment.com. Inventory? Inventory? I I got marbles in my mouth today. I don't know what's going on. Too much fun over the weekend. You just thinking about Canuck Central. Yes. So worried about saying Canuck Central again. Where is Satyar? Why isn't he here? Where in the world is Satyar Shah? <laughs> People were wondering that as I uh, had a lake day on the on the weekend. Lake or leg? Lake. Oh, okay. Sorry. You never want to skip leg. Day. I mean, <laughs> have you se- have you seen his calf? That's why I was confused. I don't even need leg day. They're just naturally brilliant. So you're at the lake. Yeah. Lake, uh, I, I almost don't even want to say it because it was just such a nice watering hole and not very busy in comparison to oh, like you White Pine Beach. Keep it to yourself. I, I want to be far... like the TikTok guy that like shows you all the fancy pictures of this great lake and not tell you which one it is. And then you got to go to the comments for someone else who <laughs> said where it was. Yes. Why are we all vibing on this right now? <laughs> We've all been through this. I thought it was alone. The worst is when I know it's like BC too, and I'm like, man, I could go there. Just tell me where it is. Yeah. Ah. So I'm that guy right now. Because I did this over the weekend, and uh, yeah, it was great. I'll say it, though. It's Lake Lucille, just outside, uh, a little bit north of Squamish. I think that's far enough away that people will hear just north of Squamish and be like, ah. Uh, that's a long way (laughs) you don't know how much gas prices are right now yeah I made a grave mistake I did not stop for gas on the way back from Seattle last night I was so tired I was just like I can't I can't do it I'm so exhausted I fall asleep behind the wheel do you have Nexus I do not oh Dom just lives by the border and assumes everybody should have a next. I assume everybody Dom lives should. in Blaine at this point. I do. <laughs> Great cheese. It's very cheap. <laughs> Why do you, like, of all things to do, uh, oh, you cross, what'd you get? Cheese. It's half the price. Why is it half the price? Like, what, is, what cheese is half the price? Tillamook. What? What? <laughs> what cheese is that? 
It's the Washington brand of cheese. Tillamook? Tillamook with Til- an M. Tillamook. Oh, Tillam- that's the brand. Tillamook? Yes. But not like, like not like Beecher's cheese, the one the, the one on the, the Pike Market. No, you gotta drive two hours just to get Beecher's. Oh. That's not even worth so it. So Tillamook is better Tillamook. than than Beecher's. No, 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 no. It's cheaper than Beecher's. Cheaper. Oh, okay. Look, all the respect to BC dairy farmers. That's fine, but your product is So way you too you don't expensive. do the Cheerator Joe's thing. You just go to Blaine and get both. your groceries there. I do there. both. I do oh. both. Well, you both can happen, right? I guess. I guess Bellingham really isn't that far. Not from White Rock. No. Not at all. It's like closer than my local no frills. <laughs> they have a sale apparently. <laughs> While we're on that note. I do want to know, like when I hear the no frills commercial, I kind of want to know what is actually on sale. It's kind of like the, the TikTok thing that we were just discussing. You know, they show you the great, video of this grand place but they don't tell you where it is and then you're like trying to really figure out where you're going and what this place is but that's that's kind of how i feel about these no frills commercials that have been running here lately it's like hey we've got this great sale going on i'm like yeah but what's on sale do you want me to tell you what's on sale okay uh i'm just, uh, <laughs> nope Always. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the flyer right now. Looks like uh, chicken. Flyers are still a thing. Eh? Chicken. Yeah. Uh, like fried chicken. No. Well, it's just it's raw. Yeah. Uh, Food tastes great. Have you ever tried like the boxed chicken? Like you know, like, like that? frozen chicken. Yeah. Um. Not a fan. I've had like frozen chicken patties, but I've never. Mm-hmm. I'm never that. Oh, desperate. like the frozen chicken burgers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've done those too. Decent. But uh, I'll never do a. Uh, I'll never do like, the frozen, frozen chicken, chicken breasts. breasts. Yeah. Not not a great idea. I'm not that guy, pal. I'm not that guy. Uh, Tillamook is overrated. No distinctive taste. Typical average orange American cheddar. That is quality, quantity over quality. It's Craig and Campbell River. I mean, there's no, there's no, I mean... It's chicken. It's fried chicken. It's fried chicken. Yep. I like fried chicken. So do I. <laughs> uh, there's also blueberries on sale. Oh, blueberries. You know what goes well with uh, fried chicken? What's that? Tillamook cheese. Oh, does it? Darn. Not waffles? Just sprinkled on top. <laughs> what doesn't go good? Like what, like, what does cheese not go with? Cereal. I, I could mess with a good cereal cheese. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've said it out loud, I I'll give it a try. I like I feel like a little bit of melted cheese on honey nut Cheerios would be oh, would be mind. fine. It'd be, It'd be so gross. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so gross. <laughs> you said you said the type of cereal and I immediately knew it was wrong. The textures would be off. Are you sure? Everybody likes a good crunch with with some cheese. But it's gonna be honey. congealed, like yeah. it's gonna. It's just gonna be one big melted. It's gonna be like a like a chicken parm. But well, like there's no Cheerio cereal. <laughs> there's no cereal that's like seasoned with rosemary and olive oil. Wow, you can just get like plain cereal though, like granola. So maybe. just regular Cheerios. Fiber yeah, plus. maybe regular Cheerios. 
Honey Nut Cheerios, though. It's basically know. like, yeah, like regular Cheerios with cheese would just be like having crackers and cheese. I don't think you melt it, though. You don't melt it, it? It'd be warm. This is gross. It'd still be bad, but I think well, melted makes why, it worse. Why is this gross? Cereal is just like cereal is just cold cheese. Cereal is just cold soup. They they share the same four first letters. You would have a a, a cold soup that has cheese in it, wouldn't you? Would you? Yeah, yes, you would. Cold soup. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Tillamook is from Oregon, not Washington. Yes, sorry. Um, yes, Pacific Northwest. It's always good to spend uh, three hours of your time and 50 bucks in gas to save $20 in cheese. <laughs> when you're doing other things. Does it still <laughs> add up to saving more money, though? Well, in yeah. the end? Well, yeah, if you're... You do most of your grocery shopping south of the border, don't you? Every two weeks, the girlfriend and I run to TJ's and wow. pick up a Oh, few they things. call it TJ's. Wow. Yeah, that's how committed they are. That's how for lazy like the we are. the blueberry almond beverage, she blueberry almond the, uh, lavender uh, beverage, lavender milk. Yeah, yeah, that was a big one. For lavender me. oat milk. <laughs> Josh is just like sounds pretty gross. I don't know. Lavender I, oat milk. It's like drinking a candle. I don't like it. <laughs> you guys are ruining cheese and cereal for me. That's from a rush. Maybe you were just opening your eyes to a whole new, uh, whole new world. Mm-hmm. Thought this was a sports talk show. Confused Langley. Oh, sorry, confused. <laughs> Try a dandelion latte. You'll be impressed. I, I really don't think I would be. If we're going for flowers, like dandelion is last on the list. Yeah. Rose. That's fine. Still not. Still not a fan. I don't like floral. I don't like eating floral things, though. I've tried. Yeah, it's just not for me. Have you tried putting cheese on it? <laughs> <laughs> That's my bad. My bad. Uh, oh my goodness! I don't think. I don't know. I think you're on to something with the savory cereal. General Mills, get on it. Rosemary, olive oil, and cheese flavored Cheerios. It's like putting Triscuits in a bowl and <laughs> filling it with milk. Just add gravy. <laughs> gravy instead of milk. Yeah, gravy instead of milk, oh. and it would be a and it would, oh. a hot cereal. <laughs> That's the sound. Oh. <laughs> that is the sound. Oh gosh. Uh, seriously, guys, Cheerios, nachos. That's Ken in Richmond. Why not just have poutine for breakfast? That's uh, essentially what it would be, right? Yep. Uh, cheddar bits and bites. Regular Cheerios are just. <laughs> are in cheddar bits and bites. There you go. That's true, and that's very tasty. I yes. guess. Yeah. I think once you add the milk is where things start to go wrong, though. <laughs> like, I'm not putting cheddar bits and bites in a bowl of milk. Roger and Kitts, I wouldn't bat an eye putting honey and nuts on a cheese board. You're onto something. See? Honey nut Cheerios with some cheese. I'm going to try this. Just put little cubes of cheddar in your honey nut Cheerios? Yeah. Would you put the or, milk or in, too? Take, or just eat it without milk? Take the Cheerios, and if the cheese is soft enough, just, like, put mm-hmm. it in the cheese and then... Yep. Eat it that way. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> We've hit a low point. We've got overrated, underrated tomorrow. I can't wait. Jeez. But overrated, underrated. I mean, we've tested food products on overrated, underrated we have before. The espresso orange juice. 
The amount of people texting in about shredded cheese and Cheerios right now is astounding. People, people have enjoyed weird things. I mean, you eat macaroni and cheese, right? Mac and cheese. Who doesn't? I I like uh, a good quality mac and cheese, not. Uh, yes, we know. I had craft dinner yesterday. I'll make like cacio e pepe, usually with spaghetti, which is sort of the. Uh, they have that at Trader Joe's. Italian mac and cheese. Yeah. Um. But it's really not all that different. It's like the pasta's cooked and it's soft rather than, <laughs> you know, Cheerios that are hardened. I don't even know. I still word. think it's different. I still think it's different. You're eating grains with cheese is yeah. still oh, what you're yeah, eating. Oh, yeah, sorry. That's the, <laughs> that's the essence of it. I can't believe I made that correlation. Just pour a carton of milk into Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips. There you go. That does sound tasty. <laughs> I wasn't into it. I, I like Harvest, Cheddar, or Harvest Cheddar. Cheddar Sun Chips enough. You tiddly. Uh, I like Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips enough that I might do it. That would get soggy so quickly. Lots of cereal dust, though. Uh, Cornflakes and cheese casserole. Lifesaver. The text actually says wife saver, but I feel like that's a that's just a typo. Maybe it uh, saved their <laughs> wife. Saved the marriage? I don't know. Did cornflakes and cheese casserole save your marriage? That's what I need to know. Um... Table saw James, just get Dom to grab you some aerosol spray cheese from America and spray that all over your Cheerios. That's where I draw the line. Aerosol is garbage. Have you ever had like the, the boxed cheese, like the Levita? No, but have you, did you see that they came out with the Levita cocktail last week? No, why would I have seen that? It was viral on Twitter. <laughs> it was? A Levita martini, yeah. A Levita martini. Yeah. What is the world coming to? Yeah. A cheese martini? Correct. Oh, yeah. That's Sorry, a, Velveeta. A cheese martini Velveeta. is bad. Why did I call it Levita? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Levita loca? I don't know. Cheese martini is bad, but surely cheese on cereal is fine. <laughs> that's where we draw the line. Uh, yeah, cheese-infused martini. The collector dude. You guys are all bachelors, aren't you? I'm married. We're at, we're all actually uh, in serious relationships. Look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> Not me. Really? This isn't the Bick and Randeep crew anymore here on the People's Show. No, they they. <laughs> I think the difference is they wouldn't talk about it because then they would have to worry about that being part <laughs> of their rep. Uh, Ofa's Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips are the bomb. I I don't know. Not a Sun Chips guy. No, you prefer your chips to be bland and flavorless. Oh, they're too flavorful. <laughs> what is this spice? My tongue. <laughs> On the Harvest Cheddar. <laughs> harvest Cheddar Sun Chips. Yeah. You think Sprite is spicy, don't you? No, I don't, actually. McDonald's Sprite? Mm. <laughs> Little spicy. You know, when, uh, I, I haven't had it yet, but uh, last time I was at TJ's, I did get the uh, TJ's Calabrese chili peppers. Excited to try it. Use it as a base in my next pasta sauce. I think. You you think? (laughs) (laughs) 
It's a quandary that you're thinking about. What should I do with these peppers? I feel like you buy them with the plan to do something yeah, with what them do you mean, already. I think. Is this what the uh, golf course discussion is going to be tomorrow morning? I think we'll just be talking about Dom's where Dom's ball is. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, I, I've seen Dom golf. It wasn't good. <laughs> He's okay inside 100 yards. Outside of that, not, not, not too impressive. Uh, all right, Dan Riccio, Josh Elliott Wolf, Dominic Schramatti. Uh, the People's Show back tomorrow. We're on two to six tomorrow. Blue Jays day game. Blue Jays day game. Mm. So I believe some of their post game as well will be on six fifty, and then we take over at two. All right. So, Blue Jays day game, we're on at two. Me and Brendan Batchelor, Kevin Woodley, Don Taylor, among our guests, will have overrated, underrated on top of that. So, a lot to get to on uh, on a Wednesday. Uh, I, I want to close on, on this thought. Greg Norman confirmed that Tiger Woods turned down between seven and $800 million from the Live Golf Tour. I get, like, Tiger's got all of the money in the world. But it's still, like, $800 million. And I assume he would probably still be able to be like, hey, I'm not going to be able to play that much. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, I, I'm not competitive anymore, and I can maybe play around every four months. But he doesn't need to play. Apparently, according to uh, CelebrityNetWorth.com, yeah. His net worth currently is eight hundred million. That's it? Well I mean, that's it. It it ranges from Do you understand eight... how much money that is? No, I do, but I feel like Tiger Woods would be worth more and than eight hundred million. Forbes think... Forbes says a billion. Yeah. Okay. That's so we'll go with that. But still, one. he'd be very close to doubling yes. his net worth. Honestly, for him it's a better move to deny. <laughs> you as Tiger Woods are in a position where you can flex. And There's like, no I way. I need your money. He's taken all this time to build up a net worth of a billion dollars. And in one contract, he can double that in like three seconds. <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's a point at which there's no more amount of money that will change your lifestyle. Like, That's What true. is Tiger doing with an extra 800 mil that he isn't doing already? I appreciate it, though. Like the, the positive yeah. PR Tiger's getting, I, I think it's a little bit exactly. overblown. But, like, I I appreciate a man just being like, you know what? I don't need another $800 million. Keep your Saudi money. I'm okay. I'm good. I would sell out so quick. <laughs> I bet you would. All three of us. <laughs> Buy an apartment in Vancouver. Uh, all right. People show back tomorrow. Glad you were texting in. We'll have more summer fun. Overrated, underrated as well. Coming up next, Blue Jays and Tampa Bay Rays here on Sportsnet 650. For Brendan Batchelor and my producers, Dominic Schramatti and Josh Elliott-Wolf, I'm Dan Riccio. Talk to you tomorrow on Sportsnet 650.